Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. And we have a great, I mean great, three hours ahead for you. So keep it locked right here. On Fox Sports Radio. One, two. The iHeartRadio app. Or Sirius XM Channel 83. However you may be listening. We got Bill Oram. Covers the Lakers for The Athletic. Coming up at the bottom of the hour. And we will get into plenty of Lakers talk. But let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. What's up, bro? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard? How are you? I am great, man. I am great. Great. How's the weather out there? A lot better Beautiful. than here. A lot oh, better my. than the East Coast. Huh? Yes. <laughs> it is definitely uh, great. And I see you got your teeth look a little different there. Can I see? Let me see. Smile. I see it. Chris got yeah. the invisible eye. Give me on. a year. Give me a wow. year. Oh, Give wow. me a year. These things going to be looking nice, boy. I've been, I've been telling them for a These while. Haven't I, told, haven't I told you that for yeah, a while? You, actually the, you are one of the first that gave me the idea. Yeah, I told you. I mean, I had thought here and there, but never really seriously, you know. And then when you talked about doing it, I said, you know what? It makes some sense. And and I'm and I'm getting one of my one of mine on the bottom is getting crooked, so I'm getting the same Invisalign. I did my impression, so I'm waiting for my trays, Chris. So I'll be doing okay. it as well. We'll be doing it together. And I do have an announcement and a, and a, and a little announcement which I'm very thrilled about. Yeah, which came out on social media as you should be. Yes. I will be in studio. I won't be on the Odd Couple. I won't be on the show, but I'll call in on the Hall of Fame night, Chris, which is a big night, the announcement. Does Bonds and Clemens get in? Finally, this is their last year. So a lot of people will be paying attention to this. They've been on the ballot for 10 years. You think they'll get in? I do. That's my gut, is that they made them punish them. About 60%? 60. They need 75. It's not impossible. I've seen people get 22% in their last year jump. But anyway, I'll be in studio uh, on MLB Network. So that's what you want to see me on television. That's great, You'll see man. me on uh, MLB. Thank you. Four to eight Eastern time next Tuesday for the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement. So tune in a little bit to have the radio on, of course, and wait to hear when uh, I'm ripping on people for not voting, voting Bonds or Clemens in. So that'll be the big story <laughs> that night. I think they're going to get in. That's my gut, Chris. That's Ooh. my gut. I look, I hope so. You know my thing. Put a put a legitimate asterisk on there. I don't care. They should be in. Put an asterisk on the plaque, and and we go on from there. Just tell the story of the steroid era, right? That's all. The same yeah. way we do, do with uh, dead ball eras, dead ball uh, segregated se- era. Yep, era. Yep, yep. We got all that, Chris. All yep. of that. So let's just do it. But all right. So all that's right. Uh, we, next Tuesday night. We got the I Couple Crew in full effect. DJ Alex Tyshirt. On the ones and the twos, it is, of course, a TV theme song Thursday, so you won't get his full 
his full throated funk. Yeah. But hey, he'll he'll no, have he'll fun do with great. It. He'll do great. And he he shines tonight anyway because Tyshers. Tower of Trivia is, is in that the tonight? Third hour. I don't know what night it is. Are we trying to get over uh, four million? Is that why it's hey, on every night that, now? That segment keeps and downloads. Us. We keep climbing. We getting all those shallow oceans. Uh, I'm just saying, see, fans. is yeah, that what it yeah. is? Well, Absolutely. you got to realize, in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. On right, that note, speaking of not deep, not tall, not oh wow, you know, ah. short, short and pudgy. Our man, the Husky one himself, Rob Guerra, super producer in the house. You know I love you, man. And uh, David Gascon on the updates. All right, Rob, the main story. Big story. Last night, the Lakers, and I watched that game. I don't know if you watched it. No, I didn't get to see the end. I I didn't get to see the end. Coming off a great win. Over Utah, which, you know, we said it. I didn't think it was. Well, and, and they needed a, a big a finish time. in the fourth quarter to win that game. I mean, they, yep. were, they were down. With, any win over Utah is good. You right. know what I mean? Especially for a mediocre team, which is what the Lakers are. I hate to say it. But um, but they didn't. You want, you want to see, okay, can they follow it up? Uh, the answer, a resounding no. Because a, a bad team, surprisingly bad. I didn't think they'd be bad this year, but they are. Indiana came into uh, – What's it now? The crypt, the crypt, yeah. crypto the crypto, center, crypto, crypto arena, crypto arena, crypto dot crypto dot com arena. Right, right. And they beat up the Lakers. Lakers led early, wasn't a sign of things to come, and they they ended up falling. But the big story is that down the stretch, Rob, the last three fifty two, they did not play Russell Westbrook. And the papers, the reporters are calling it a benching. And Westbrook didn't handle it well, we don't think, because he left the floor, Rob, the, the court. You know, he was on the bench, and he left with eight seconds remaining. He started walking to the locker room. And then he was out of the locker room without talking to reporters and before his teammates were basically out of the showers. I would so call, that, really I would call that a benching and you're hot and mad as hell. And you grabbed your stuff without a shower and got in your car and left. Yeah. Probably okay. what happened. That's probably what happened. Maybe grabbed a shower, but maybe not. But anyway, he's upset. Here's Frank Vogel about it. Frank, you um, opted to go uh, with Russ on the bench at the end of the game. What were you what, 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 were, what were you looking for there? What was the thinking behind that, behind that choice? Yeah, playing the guys I thought were going to win the game. Look, here's the thing, Rob, and I'll let you, you know, go, go on this. Frank Vogel's name has been bandied about. Oh, he's, you know, he was about to get fired before that miraculous victory over Utah. Oh, he's on a game by game basis, which is ridiculous. If you're going to fire him, fire him. Game by game, that that makes no sense. This is the NBA. You can't have that kind of instability, Chris. It's just not right. No way. And if Frank Vogel is saying, look, I got to just do what I want to do. I got to do what I think is best for the team. If it upsets somebody, if it gets me fired, whatever. I might get fired anyway trying to dance around people's feelings. And, Rob, you know I've been saying this for now a couple of weeks. I've been saying, look, what the, one of the things the Lakers have to do is stop. I don't even want to say it had to be permanent. But they needed to not play Russ at the end of some games because he's turning the ball over or he's make even if he doesn't make a turnover he's missing 
shots. He was one for 11 in the lane last night. Uh, so he's, you know, he's just not playing well at the end of games, taking bad threes, or he's not a good three-point shooter, so he's not a threat out there. He's not defending at all. And so subtly, don't announce it, oh, we're, we're, we're not playing Russ late in games. And forget all that. Just subtly, at the end of a game, four minutes left, whatever, you substitute for him or you don't put him back in or whatever, but he don't play. And I thought they did it subtly. You know, it wasn't anything drastic, but no people announcement. people look, Chris, you know, reporters and fans, where's Russ? Where, right, you know, no, like, yeah, they picked it up. Right. Yeah. And, They're not um, going to miss him out there. They're like, like where is he? Had they, and, and asking Vogel, I mean, you heard what Vogel said. And he said the right thing. He, he didn't say, like, this is a new in-game lineup we have. Rob, we've seen times where you had it going without a star player and the team never put him back in. Right. It's fine. It now, Russ obviously didn't take it that way, and now they're going to have to deal with it. But, but that's, what, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah, Chris, it's a little different. Like, like you say, like some nights a star player not playing well or and other guys come off the bench and play well, and you win, and you just kind of do that, but you move to back to regular the next day. Right. Now, right. Russ hasn't played well enough for it to be back to regular. You know what I mean? And I think that's why it's such a big deal. You know, I witnessed this in firsthand in Detroit when Allen Iverson was traded to Detroit. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and, and it was they wanted him to come off the bench. And, you know, Rip Hamilton, of course, won the championship there with, with Chauncey Billups in the backcourt. And then Chauncey's gone. Iverson's there. They they want to take Iverson up from the off the bench. He doesn't want to do that role. And then they want to put Rip on the bench. Rip doesn't want to do that. He's like, I want a championship here. How am I going right. to the bench? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yep. you he, he and ain't I one Jack. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. So it was it was a mess and it wound up, you know, blowing up everything that that team had, Chris. And they had put together a nice run for those eight or ten years with the eight years with that group, and they went to yep. the Eastern Conference Finals six years in a row. That Pistons team, they were a good group. But it blew them up because guys didn't want to accept it. And now Russ might be in that situation. I, I'm going to say this. The Lakers, I'm glad they took the kid gloves off, Chris, but they have no choice. You cannot N-O-T, waste LeBron's 19th and 20th years and go like, Oh, well, we'll just scrap the year. It's not working. Right. It's not working. Right. You're not winning. You're not going to win anything. Just like acting like nothing's happening here. So if we've seen LeBron trade off all the young pieces here, Chris, do all the other moves. Remember in Cleveland at the trade deadline, they traded half the team. As long as you have LeBron, you're always trying to spin it to give him a chance Right. This is year 19. You can't take a mulligan. You can't punt, Chris. The Lakers can't punt with LeBron. So, you know, uh, That's a, you're West, right. Westbrook's, I think you're right. Westbrook's going to be hurt, bothered, Chris, but that's what you signed up for when you play with LeBron. Right. And, look, if you're the Lakers, it's like, dude, you're getting $45, 47000000 million. We get it. Your feelings are hurt. But that should help console you. I mean, seriously. And, and I'm going to say this, Rob. Russell Westbrook, this is his 14th year. 
if he can't handle it, just like Allen Iverson couldn't handle it, and, and it did lead to the end of I- Iverson's career. It did. He was in Memphis after that. They wanted him to come off the bench, too. He, he couldn't handle it. And then, then he was out. And he could have played, Chris, five oh, yeah. more years Easily. coming off the bench. No doubt. Lighting it up, being the number one option. Grant Hill went to the bench. He was one of the biggest stars in the NBA. But I think the difference with Grant I, he was, was hurt. That, right. And he came back. He was just happy to be back in the league playing full time. And he did make an all-star team, so give him credit. But I, I'm going to be honest, Rob. If Westbrook, Now, he shouldn't pout. And he shouldn't ruin it for his teammates. I will not defend that. I will not defend it if he's just going to make cause a lot of drama and, uh, you know, become a big story and, and basically ruin whatever season they have left. But I understand how it's tough. I, I do. I get it. And And when you're a superstar and you've been that for – more than a decade, and you're a top 75 player, and you're still playing, you know, I mean, he's not playing well, but he's still putting up numbers. He's just not in, in a good situation for himself fit-wise. I get why you don't want to go to the bench. And maybe Westbrook is one of those guys, Rob, that won't. He won't go out gracefully like, you know, a Vince Carter, who he stayed too long, but yeah. you know, a Grand I, I, Hill. I don't see. I don't see Westbrook. Gary being, Payton. Yeah, I don't you know? see Westbrook going out like that either. I don't. Right, right. Here, let me give you these numbers, because Westbrook, they put him in with eight fifteen left in the game, and the Lakers were down eighty eight eighty seven. When they took him out with three fifty two left, they were down one hundred one ninety four. So they had been outscored 13-7 to with Westbrook in there. And so, you know, they finally did. Now, there was a story, Rob, that came out that said they had the blessing of the front office to do it. And, you know, the story going forward is how is Westbrook going to handle it? And you're right, Rob. If he can't handle it and if he's upset, if he has to spend a little time away from the team, whatever, so be it. But you got to do what's best for the team, right? Uh, absolutely. You got There's LeBron no way. playing at a high level. You got AD coming back. That's That was enough to win you a championship a couple years ago. And you, especially you, with no AD, this is the time he should have been able to, to make it work and they should still be okay. You have two stars, Chris, in the NBA. You can win. They right. can't have the Pacers come to town and beat up the Lakers like it's nothing. The Pacers absolutely. have been struggling all year. And Karis LeVert, Rob, almost outscored the Lakers by himself in the fourth. He had 22 points in the fourth. Some of that courtesy of Westbrook. (laughs) And the Lakers had 24 in the fourth. So we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Should the Lakers take Russell Westbrook's feelings into consideration moving forward? Or should they just do what they got to do and not worry about how Russ takes it. Your turn to weigh in, Chris and Rob, 877-996-6369. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. 
but let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Daniel Boone, right? I know Rob. Oh, Davey Crockett. Davy Crockett, the Davey king of Crockett. the mountaineer, all right, or something like that. Yeah, I was real tiny when this was out. No, whatever, Chris. What I you was, no, to say? I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I remember this being at a- my grandma Smith's house in Louisiana, and she had it on. I was a baby. I was little. Right. I don't remember much of it. You, re- but I know you did. How'd you like it? No, I saw it in reruns, Chris. I Junior high, high school. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I used to have dates at the house. Come on over, let's watch Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right, we're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. If you're wondering what in the world is going on, it's a TV theme song Thursday. And look, if you're dealing with a dead battery, don't fret, don't worry, don't pout, don't hit your hand on the on the. Windshield, just relax and go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. And it is because they offer free battery services, like free battery testing, awesome. Free battery charging, magnificent. So next time you're having battery trouble, go to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and the number one battery destination in America. We got Bill Orham from The Athletic coming up at the bottom I of the hour. I can't wait to, to talk, talk to Bill Orham. Absolutely. But first, and who was the guy? Do you remember, Chris? Who, who did we have on, real quick? Who did we have Nikas? on who was saying, oh, no, but he was talking about Westbrook and how great he was playing and, and the, the sample size. He was making a case that we had jumped on Westbrook too early and that he was actually playing great. We had that was Pincus, I think. Eric Pincus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to get him back on. Uh, yes. All right. Yes. Ty right. in Phoenix, yes, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Ty? Hey, what up, Rob and Chris? Man, how y'all boy, how y'all brothers doing, man? Rob been watching doing great since since the ESPN days, and you know a little mess up with RG three and all that. Chris, same with you. Been watching you forever too. <laughs> you know, hey, we gonna I, get RG three on here. We gonna get we gonna RG3 get RG three on to talk hey, about I'm his book. We love to have him on. I'm gonna say this, Rob, what? with all due respect. RG3 got you in the suit game. He got really? you beat in the suit. Oh, he's, you've seen him on ESPN. Who's well, got better hair? Brother. Who's got better RG3 hair? RG3 is him. sharp. Okay. That's a sharp uh, Yeah, he is sharp. You know, he got the okay, core Okay, Go ahead. You know, he's still hanging on to that. Hey, I, I, I ahead, just want to make a... Uh, I just want to make a comment, and maybe y'all can, you know, just, you know, you know, uh, reply to it or whatever. I think Russell Westbrook needs to play... A lot better. It seems like his turnovers, he got a handle of the turnovers. But, yes, he needs to play a whole lot better. But tell me this. What is Dwight Howard doing? He's 6'10". But here's the thing. Hold hold on. Todd, here's the thing. What you expect him to be doing? I mean, at this point, we know what Dwight Howard is. He's a role player off the bench. You expect Dwight Howard to be like a, a main cog? No, it's not that. But he's been, I mean, hasn't he started lately? I mean, the man is 6'10", and he's giving you five points. Yeah, I mean, Rob, where are you at? I, I just don't yeah, – it's I, like I me ripping that, Carmelo. What's Carmelo doing? I mean, he's right. doing what he I does. I mean, Dwight, Dwight is long in his career. He's, he's long in the tooth. Yeah, he's I been mean, around he's, for a long time. And he's been a role uh, player for a while now. Right. 
it, it's hard for us to look at that and make that as the reason they aren't winning. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I just can't do it. Jackson in Sacramento, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jackson? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, doing man. Great. How are you? Pretty good. So, Odd Couple thoughts. So, for one, on the question, I, no, I don't think they should give his feelings any consideration because this is a business. The goal is right. to win. Right. Um, so next thing, so but I just think there's more to it than him just playing bad. Like obviously Westbrook is a flawed superstar. He's always been high turnover. He's always been low field goal percentage. So this is expected. But I just think one thing I see a lot when I watch it is it doesn't seem that a lot of guys are confident in him. Like you notice how much we see THT or Malik Monk bring the ball off the court when we have obviously he's flawed, but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's one thing I thought. Also, if you watch the game, he doesn't really get the ball in the spots he's normally got the ball in. Like, if you saw his dunk on Well, but he knew that signing up, coming to play here. You remember the big powwow and, yeah, we're going to do whatever. It's going to work. And, you know, Chris in Houston, it was supposed to work with James Harden. Oh, yeah, it's going to work because we both know each other and we're friends and we'll just do – No, the games don't mesh. I mean, you're right. Yeah, he's playing. He's having to play. I I do think Russ – is came in legitimately open to playing differently. To help I agree, the Chris, but it doesn't and mean I don't it's going to work. Yeah, I don't think he knows what to do. I hey. think he's, you know, like confused, to be Let's honest. Let's squeeze in Dre. One last one before we get to our guest. Dre in Michigan. You're on the Odd Couple what? Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What it do, my peoples? How you? What up, bro? What up, blood? I'm on, the, I'm on this <laughs> side of the dirt. I'm good. But, hey, congrats on them three millions, man. You know, uh, y'all going to hit four million in no time because people wow. are getting tired of these TLC, these TLC shows. All they talk about is Tom, LeBron, and the Cowboys. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> cares if Tom Brady fired in practice. You can't even spend two segments on what, wow. what Tom Brady doing. Let that go, man. Oh. But y'all, we y'all do, keep we do like have Chris a Brady segment at the bottom of this. Yes. Tech, uh, but, we don't do it every day. That's okay. But, but <laughs> it's not to the extent that they – not every day. No, nah, I hear Not you. every You're day. Right. Tom, LeBron, right. Cowboys. You know, right. who cares? But when it comes to Russell, man, I, like I told somebody when they first uh, got him, I was like, to me, that's like marrying a stripper. Yeah, it might look good, but they ain't about to help you win. You know what I'm saying? They ain't about to help you win. Hey, like, you know what? That is actually, Rob, I think that's a good analogy. It is. Chris, it, it, it really looks good, good but it yep. ain't good. Yep. You know what? She's, she's going to burn your eggs. She's not going to wash your clothes. <laughs> and she might be sleeping with the postman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have some fun here and there. Right. Good moments. A good, couple good moments here and there. But it's going to be hell in between. Yes. All right, we got Bill Orm coming up next, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Covers the Lakers for the athletic Bill Orm. Bill, welcome to The Odd Couple. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, it's great to have you on and great time to have you on. Now, let's get right to it, man. Russell Westbrook benched last night. He left. The court with eight seconds left or, you know, the bench area to go to the locker room. Didn't talk to you guys. Didn't, you know, was out of there before. This is all reported. Out of there before his teammates had showered. Uh, This could go one of two ways. Russ could be humble and accepting and, you know, go forward. Or he could cause a stink. What do you think is going to happen? You know, I, I was just I was just having this conversation with somebody about the two ways it could go because you know we've already know, we already got Frank Vogel who's kind of on the hot seat here to say the least, and and now you've got a, a real potential fracture between Russ and Frank Vogel and 
you know, Russ has just surprised me a few times this year. And I think he has a pretty good sense of, of um, I think he's actually a pretty good public relations manager in his own right, despite, you know, um, you know, all of the bluster and kind of the, the mean mugging and the one word answers and staring at his phone during interviews. I think he knows it doesn't <laughs> bode well for him to pick a fight with the head coach of the Lakers as the Lakers are in this position. I think that he's going to be the humble version that you just mm. laid out. I think that we're going to hear from him in, in, in Orlando. Um, you know, he didn't talk post game. Like you said, uh, the team let him leave without talking. Uh, I was told he was willing to talk, but um, oh, was kind of wow, given okay. an opening to leave. And, and so he took it and he, he um, maybe post game last night, he wouldn't have been that guy. Maybe he would have, you know, said some things, but I have a hunch after they go play the magic tomorrow night, you know, that's a game they should win. I mean, just like last night. You've been saying you've been won. saying that all season, but, Bill. But if, if if they go get the win they should get against Orlando and we hear from Russell Westbrook, you know, I bet you hear a you know, hey, nobody likes to be benched, but you know you know, coach is gonna do what he needs to do to win the game. I just I just have a feeling because you go back the last time he didn't talk post game, the next time he talked was in Sacramento after uh the loss they had up there and he was fantastic. He was accountable. Right. He talked about his, you know, his, his, his shortcomings, you know, that he can't make a shot right now. Um, you know, he was, he was accountable is, is the only thing I can say. And I, I have a feeling, you know, Russ knows when he's kind of losing control of the rope. And I think that he knows that by, by being a stand-up guy and saying he understands it's bigger than him, you know, he can sort of regain some control of the narrative. And so I think, I think he'll be the, the, the better version of, of himself, mm. of the two options you just outlined. Hey, hey Bill, I, I said to Chris that the Lakers, with LeBron being in year 19, you know, they can't punt. They can't, uh, you know, have a mulligan on this season. And if he's not playing well enough to help you, then you can't worry about his feelings. you got to do whatever you have to do in order to try to make the team better and give it a shot. Am I wrong in, that, in, in saying that, that they just can't punt with LeBron playing well and in year 19? I agree with you. I think the only, the only caveat I would say is if you try everything and it gets so bad that maybe it does get to a point where you punt and all of a sudden you start shutting guys down because, hey, there's, here's an injury. Here's oh, LeBron's ab is, is acting up again. Because if they get to a point where they're not going to make the playoffs, you know, I think they're, they'll do what they can to save face because they can say, hey, you know, we never got healthy. We never got a fair shot at this. Um, mm. You know, it's not because we're not good enough. We just didn't have a, a good – we just didn't have a fair crack at it. But right now, I mean, you know, right now things should be trending positively. You know, they – they are more or less healthy. Anthony Davis should be back in the next week or so. You know, Kendrick Nunn, who knows if we're going to see him at all this year at this point. But um, he's, you know, you know, he hasn't been a factor this year. So otherwise, you know, we know who the Lakers are, especially once they get Anthony Davis back. They've committed to small ball. If they can't start winning games at a, at a real clip uh, once AD comes back, you know, maybe something dramatic happens and, and you know, the, the punting the punt unit is sent out onto the field, but, but I agree with you, uh, you know, overall, you know, you have LeBron James at age 37, giving you historic production, not just for a player of his age, but just historic production in general. 
um, you can't waste that. And, right. you know, you never know. And I, I've said this so many times and, you know, I, I hate being the person to, to bring this up, but you just don't know when that goes away. Right. You don't know when he stops being that guy, when he stops being the guy who can just do absolutely everything. And right now he is that guy. And the Lakers owe it to him. They owe it to their fans, you know, to to maximize that. And this, the kind of the unfortunate thing for the Lakers is, you know, these four years they've had LeBron, they've won a championship. And that validates everything that's happened in those four years. But on the flip side, they've also gotten almost less out of being a LeBron James team than any than either the Cavaliers, either time, or the Miami Heat, because they have failed to win a playoff series in two in the other two seasons, and, and they didn't make the playoffs they, one year too, right? Right, and this and this year is not looking like a team that's going to advance in the playoffs. Um, so it's you know that is not what you sign up for when you get LeBron, and I don't think it's LeBron's fault. It's not LeBron's fault in terms of how he has played. You know, you can absolutely assign blame to LeBron for how the roster is constructed, who's on this team. You know who has come here to play with him for sure, but in terms of what he's giving you night in and night out, um, ultimately LeBron doesn't. You know LeBron doesn't sign the contracts. You know he he can recruit and he can put guys in Rob Palinka's lap, but it's on it's on Rob Palinka and you know and Curt and Linda Rambis to right. uh, to to say to 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 pick from those those from the, that menu basically and say, this is what's going to win basketball games. And they haven't done a good job, good enough job of it uh, in three of the four years. LeBron's been here. Bill, you guys and others have reported that Frank Vogel's on the hot seat. Uh, do you think he, that's, how that's big of Bill's a part story, of the problem right? you guys is broke he? that? Yeah. Yeah. What was, what was the question though? Sorry. H- how big a part of the problem is Vogel? If any at all. I mean, you know, in the old, in the old blame pie exercise, uh, you know, I don't know really what coach is going to lead this team to different results. Um, you know, I think Frank has actually gotten some pretty good defensive performances out of this team, despite not having historically good defenders. Um, you know, I, I really don't assign blame to, to Frank Vogel here. I mean, I know you can argue there's an overcommitment to guys like Avery Bradley, um, you know, you know, giving him too many minutes in the rotation, maybe. But at the same time, Frank Vogel, a defensive coach, is going to reward defensive players, and he doesn't have those guys. And he's trying to set a tone defensively and send a message: this is how you earn minutes in my right. system. And so, I don't actually begrudge him for playing uh, Avery Bradley or um, you know the reliance he's had on on, on some on some of those guys. I mean, the. I I I I don't I don't think he's going to win coach of the year but I I don't think Frank Vogel's done anything to merit getting fired. I'm, the problem I'm, I'm is the problem is 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 LeBron still digging it? Like that's kind of the whole question. Is LeBron still digging it? And if not, like, you know, hey Frank's a great guy, Frank is a great coach, Frank's going to be just fine. It's run its course because you serve the whims of LeBron James when you are a LeBron James team. That is why you traded for Russell Westbrook, and that is why you would make a coaching change. But also, the Lakers are getting close to that desperate, that desperate point where you change what you can change. I mean, people have, people whose houses are, are on fire, you know, will turn on their faucet and start throwing you know cups of water at a wall of flames. Not because right. it's going to do anything, because it's like the only thing you can do. And that's right. what firing Frank Vogel feels like to me. And I think the, the only things that are really saving him uh, are the fact that people know that he's on the hot seat and everyone seems to think it is ludicrous that he doesn't deserve it and that it would be um, 
you know, it would just be a, a, a waste of that of that um, of that move. And then right. two, the, the we, fact we got to run, um, Bill. We're up against yeah, it, yeah, but you, we you appreciate the time, man. Thanks for the knowledge. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yep, a couple shackle cities next. Keep it locked, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. WKRP. It is The Odd Couple on a TV theme song Thursday. And, Alex, you can't go wrong with a little WKRP. Not at all. In Cincinnati, no. Not at all. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. Coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Crank it. Indeed, now it's time for Shekel City. Two, Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Shekel City soon to be sponsored by, that's right, Caesar Sportsbook. It's coming. Last night, two out of three, one point away from getting the hat trick and knocking down all three picks. Shekel City on a nice little streak right here, right now. But for tonight, let's do it here. We got a couple college games. Purdue minus three and a half at Indiana. We got Providence minus eight and a half against Georgetown. They're hosting Georgetown. And... My best bet, the Suns minus two and a half at the Mavericks. There you go. Shekel City for this TV theme song Thursday. Again, I'm going with best bet. Suns minus two and a half at the Mavericks. Purdue minus three and a half at Indiana in college basketball. And Providence hosting Georgetown minus eight and a half. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right, Rob G. Uh, are you there, Rob G.? I need you right now. I'm always here, Rob. What do you need? Okay, all right. So uh, let's talk about, as, as we go into this, um, this break, I'm looking for my spot. Because I wasn't ready for this. Okay. Yeah, I know you told me you wanted to talk about Antonio Brown, right? Antonio Brown, who's now uh, Rob G. Tell people who don't know, making the rounds, trying to, I don't know, is he clean it up? Is that what he's trying to do now? He doesn't look like he's hurt, does he? Well, I, I don't know if he's making the rounds so much as he is just everywhere with the camera. You know, I mean, like okay. he, he did a, a big podcast interview, um, I think last week that we talked about it on the show, uh, or maybe two weeks ago. He... Um, you know, he was at some function with uh, Floyd Mayweather, Kanye West, and Madonna. I don't know how you get that group of people together, but they're all hanging out. And then most recently, he got caught up with, uh, oh, excuse me, he was on another uh, podcast, the I Am Athlete podcast. I think that's the one with um, with Brandon Marshall. And someone talked about, you know, his mental health. Because everybody's been saying, well, obviously, AB's got some kind of mental health issue. That's the only reason why he would act out the way he's been the last few years. And here's what he said. He shot that down really quickly. He says, why every time something happens bad or someone reacts, oh, he's crazy. Something wrong with his mental health. There's nothing wrong with my mental health. Someone told me to get the F out of here. I'm not passive aggressive. So he is shooting down the notion, Rob, that his antics 
the last few years have anything to do with some kind of mental health issue and CTE. This is just who he is. I know that I, it's easy for him to say that uh, this is who he is, but if it was Rob G and Chris, he wouldn't have been, he wasn't that disruptive the rest of the time. This is new. Like he's this disruptive. I'm not saying that he's a different You're talking person. About AB? Right. That AB was able when he worked what when about he was the in Raiders? Pittsburgh. No, I'm talking about in Pittsburgh. He was there for eight years. It wasn't until the very end. He wasn't right. messing up all, at the whole time, his whole career. That's what I mean. So you defending his statement? No, I'm not defending oh, okay. it. I'm just saying he's saying that it's not. I'm saying that what he's saying that he's saying that this has always been him. No, it's not. He played right. eight years in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it, it was him toward the end. I mean, Mike Tomlin credit for him to him for you know handling. Right, it. but it was at the but end the of the way it, he Chris, behaved right. with the right with the Raiders, the way he behaved with the Patriots, and then eventually with Tampa Bay. Rob, you know, I think his only way back into the league is to admit that he needs some help and he's got to deal with some issues and go to counseling, go to therapy. I think if he keeps up this whole, you know, song and dance about I don't have any issues, I'm not crazy, blaming, you know, Tampa Bay and one minute is Brady, the next minute he's cool with Brady Exactly. Again and, you know, I mean, he's gallivanting around, you know, wanting to become a star hip-hop artist and all that. So I don't think he's getting back in the league if he acts like he don't have an issue. So keep it locked. Two hours left. Ah, couple.